taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress. To the city point, giving him your best, nothing like the rest, passing every test. You know he's the one, yeah. Taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress. To the city point, giving him your best, nothing like the rest, passing every test. You know he's the one, yeah. Taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress. To the city point, giving him your best, nothing like the rest, passing every test. You know he's the one, yeah. All right, let's jump into the word. Uh, I want to look at Matthew, uh, Matthew chapter one, verse 21. Before I jump into that, I do want to say, guys, thank you so much for being so generous all year long here at City Point. Um, we have this has been a phenomenal year. It's been right on target in terms of budget. And uh, I do uh, I am hoping that we can push for this final week to close things out like like things are like so, 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 so close. And all uh, all indications are that we will end up right on budget and uh, actually end up with a surplus this year, but on budget in terms of what we projected in terms of um, of what would come in this year. So uh, as the old people would say at the church where I grew up, keep on keeping on. And thank you guys so much for what you've done. And I look forward to sharing early next year once all the books uh, once all the bookkeeping is wrapped up, uh, look forward to being able to share with you um, just uh, just how strong of a year it actually was. So uh, look for that coming soon. All right. Let's jump into Matthew chapter um, chapter one, verse 21. Uh, I'll, offer, I'll offer up this word of prayer and then we'll jump into the word. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the chance to dig into your word. I pray that you will preach uh, through me to these your people in a way that will be real and relevant. Help us leave this stream better than we were when we came. In Jesus name. Amen. Here we go. Matthew 1 and 21 says she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son and he called his name Jesus. For a few minutes, I want to just talk from the subject, the gift of his name, the gift of his name. So Joseph is about to break up with his fiance. She's pregnant. And he knows that the baby is not his because he hasn't been with her. I don't know whether or not Joseph was angry, but I do know from the text that he had resolved that this marriage was not about to happen. He, he was gracious about it. He was trying to figure out how to um, at the same time break off the engagement, but help Mary maintain face within the community. And so in the midst of him doing this dance, of deciding not to make a big fuss about it in the midst of him doing this decision making and figuring out what to do to balance between breaking it off and not um, ruining Mary's life. All of a sudden, he has a dream one night uh, in that dream. An angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to Joseph that what had been conceived in Mary was not from some random dude, but was from the Holy Spirit. The angel says she's going to give birth to a son, Joseph, 
And I don't want you to name him Tyrone, Tyreek, or Terry. Don't name him John, Jeffrey, or Joseph Jr. I want you to call his name Jesus. Uh, that, That name, which means God saves. And the reason that I want you to name him that is because he will save his people from their sins. Uh, What a subtle but awesome sentence to kick off the New Testament. Call his name Jesus. I I know that I'm playing with semantics here this Christmas morning. I I know that the angel was actually referring to what the child should be named. But looking back with 2000 years of hindsight. There's something about that one line in the text. Call his name Jesus. I wonder if anybody here has ever called his name Jesus. Perhaps it was in response to some unfavorable news. Perhaps it was in the midst of your own distress. Perhaps it was Friday in Chicago slipping and sliding on ice. Perhaps it was when you had no other words to say and you simply called his name Jesus. Jesus, it is a name, but it's also a declaration. It means God saves. And I just hope that in the midst of everything that you are thinking about this Christmas morning, you are reminded that the occasion for this holiday is in the fact that God saves. By way of background, Jesus, that name was a common name among first century Jewish boys. It was a name of hope that was given by parents to their sons as a reminder, a declaration of the salvation that God had promised. But from where were they, you may be asking, were they seeking this kind of salvation? Uh, Perhaps you recall from me talking about it from at different points within uh, my preaching, talking about this salvation from sin, but also salvation from oppression. These are the things that the Jews have been seeking. 400 years have passed uh, since they have heard from the prophet Malachi, this promise from the Lord of the Lord bringing salvation to them. This promise in Malachi about a Messiah coming, that word Messiah means the Christ is interpreted in Greek or it means the, the anointed one, the sent one. They have been waiting for a promise that God had given them that they were going to have someone sent, called, raised up, anointed for the particular purpose of saving them. It was a salvation from sin, yes, but it was also a salvation from oppression and a restoration of this kingdom of Israel. God's delay has now seemed perhaps like denial for them because 400 years have passed. Lots of generations have passed since this promise had been given uh, 400 years to be exact. Christian scholars refer to this time as the silent period. It is this period that sometimes in physical Bibles is marked by a blank sheet of paper or a blank page between when the Old Testament ends and the New Testament begins. That page represents 400 years of silence where God is no longer sending prophets, where God is no no longer speaking through prophets. It seems like God has cut off communication completely. 400 years have passed. Many generations have passed. That they had been waiting generation after generation, 
hopeful for four centuries waiting for the Lord's salvation. And so in this kind of hopeful anticipation, families were naming their sons Jesus, which means God saves. Uh, this name Jesus in the name itself, there is a gift. How is this name a gift? Let me share with you two reasons, two ways that this name is a gift. First of all, this name is a gift because there is salvation in his name. Acts 4 and 12 says, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. That's Acts 4 and 12. Yes, it is through the name of Jesus that we are saved, that, that salvation from our sins, that that ability to proclaim like Rome, Paul does in Romans, the wages of sin. Yes, indeed may be death, but thank God for that. But but the gift of God is eternal life. Yes, it is salvation, that gift of eternal life that we have received through our belief in Jesus Christ. And the only reason that we have it is because of the Savior that was born on this day that we celebrate this Christmas. Yes, there is indeed a gift in his name, that salvation that comes to us, because when we were dead in our transgressions and sins, God gave us Jesus Christ. And Jesus comes to us not simply to provide for us a an example of how to live, not simply coming to us to give us a model of how we ought to live our lives. But he has given us, granted us access to forgiveness of our sins because of the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yes, there is salvation in his name for 2000 years. People all over the world have been saved by this name. Jesus. May I share with you, secondly, that not only is there salvation in his name, but that there is power in his name. Here is a name that we first get introduced to in Matthew chapter one that we would later learn is not only a name that saves us, but in between the time of salvation and going to heaven, there is some living that we have to do. And what I've discovered is that in this life, Simply through living, you will face some hardships and you will face some difficulty. And when you face those hardships and when you face those difficulties in life, you are going to have to call on somebody, not just anybody. You will need to call on a name, not just any name, but a name that has some power, some power to move heaven and earth on your behalf. I stopped by to tell you on this Christmas morning that the gift that God has given us is not only a name that gives us salvation, but a name that gives us power to move heaven and earth, to get busy on our behalf, to answer our prayers. Yes, there's power in his name. Jesus understood this, which is why before he made that great ascension up to heaven to be with God, he says to his disciples, whatever you ask in my name, it shall be given you. Given to you according to God's will. May I encourage somebody that perhaps you have already gone under the tree to open up presents. 
Uh, perhaps you have already gone in your inbox and you have seen the gift, the digital gift cards that have been sent. Perhaps it is going to be this evening that you connect with friends or family to receive gifts. You are thinking about the things that are on your list and whether or not somebody's going to get it or maybe you are disappointed this morning because you didn't quite get it. Might I remind you that regardless of what's on your list, you have some power in the name of Jesus to ask through prayer for those things that you need according to God's will. And Jesus has promised that whatever you ask in his name, he will give it. Let me just clear this up real quick. This is not in reference to anything that can be found on Amazon, BestBuy.com, Nike.com, um, Tesla.com or any.com. These are not uh, trinkets that Jesus is here talking about, but those real vital and important things that we need. C can I lift you off Amazon.com for a minute? Can I lift you off of North Michigan Avenue for a minute? Can I lift you off of Bloomingdale's and Nordstrom.com just for a moment and suggest to you that perhaps some things that you need this Christmas cannot fit into a box and cannot be delivered by FedEx, UPS, or an Amazon truck, but there are some things that you can put on your Christmas list to the God in heaven who loves you, who created you, who sustains you, who takes care of you, that you can ask for some things in Jesus' name like peace. For you do know he gives that. I don't know if you remember the story or not, but I know I remember a story when he and those disciples were in that boat out on that stormy sea. And as the storm was tossing and turning them and the disciples were panicked and Jesus was asleep and the disciples went into the bow of the ship and said, Lord, don't you care that we are about to perish? The word says that Jesus got up from his sleep and simply said some words to that storm. Y'all remember those words? He simply said, peace, be still. And it was at the words of Jesus and through the power of Jesus that that raging storm was exchanged for peace. Perhaps there's somebody that is streaming today that needs some peace. Somebody that needs peace so you can sleep at night. Peace. So that the stress lines can go away from your face. Peace. So, so the worry can go away from your body. Peace. For some of us, we just need our joy back. We lost our joy when we lost our relationship. We lost our joy when our job turned sour. We lost our joy when our money got funny. We lost our joy when we were passed over for opportunity. For some of us, we don't need a Christmas gift that can be found in a box, we need something that we can only get through the power of his name, Jesus. Jesus, the sweetest name I know. Jesus, the, the rock of our salvation. Jesus, the lily of the valley. Jesus, the shelter in a time of storm. Uh, Jesus, that rock in a weary land. Jesus, the, the leaning post when I got nobody else that I can lean on. Jesus, the old saints would call him a doctor in a sick room. Jesus, they would call him a lawyer in the courtroom. Jesus, somebody said, the more I call him, the better I feel. Yes, 
there is a gift in his name. Yeah, maybe you got up this morning and did not quite have the things that you wanted for Christmas. Perhaps you are looking and it is close to the close of the year and some things that you hoped would happen by this time this year have not happened. And you're trying to figure out what to do with that. Perhaps you have not received these gifts that you are anticipating, that you deserve, that you've been waiting for, hoping for. Let me give us some solace and remind us of a gift that we do have, Jesus. That's what today is all about. It is that gift that the world received, Jesus. You've got Jesus. And there is a gift just in his name. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the gift in the name of Jesus. We thank you that we have salvation, that we have power through that name, Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus that we will use that power as we move about day to day. I pray, God, that as our children begin to understand what this day is about, I pray, God, that what will be instilled in them by their parents is Jesus. Is that this holiday is about a savior being born who gave us the gift of salvation and a gift of being able to call on his name to ask for those things that we need from God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.